All right, this is the inaugural, uh, the, the, the relaunch of Ring Talk Wrestling Podcast featuring our Syracuse Retro Wrestling segment. I am uh, Billy, Bombshell Billy. I'm here with Devastating Derek, ZS3. Get all the pseudo names out of the way. Also on the line via satellite from uh, Rio de Janeiro, our buddy Bob. Bobby, Metal Bob, B-O-B. Bobby James. I'm in Dio de Janeiro. Yes, you're in Dio Regionero. I like that. That's even better. First ever podcast champion. So this is Ring Talk Wrestling Podcast. This is going to be probably different from any other podcast that uh, you listen to. Hopefully you're listening to this one. Um, basically, we've been, all of us have been friends forever in a day. And we just love talking about wrestling. We love the old school stuff. Yeah, I like some of the new stuff, old school stuff. You love it all. You are a new school Mark. Who are you kidding? Meh. I don't know about being a new school Mark, but I, I watch it. I try to watch it every every week. More so than anything, I'm old and I fall asleep most of the time. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, we've got a ton of stuff we want to talk. We want to personalize the podcast. We want to talk about our experiences in wrestling, with wrestling, um, things that we did as kids. Uh, collecting figures, collecting stuff, going on wrestling road trips, which Bobby and I did just a couple weeks ago. We can touch on that one. And also we see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of things with retro stuff for like, um, you know, people do a lot of things about Memphis wrestling and Georgia wrestling and mid-Atlantic wrestling and Southern wrestling and, and specific areas. Well, we have, I believe, a rich area for wrestling here, Syracuse, New York. So Syracuse Retro Wrestling will be a regular segment on the podcast where we'll talk about, and there's a lot of things that maybe you're not thinking off the top of your head. There's a lot of things that tie Syracuse, New York into wrestling. You're probably thinking of a couple here and there, but we're going to cover hopefully everything and then some that you've heard of. Uh, Devastating Derek is right here in the uh, studio with us. Uh, What do you got? What do you bring to the table? Literally, because we're at a table. What do you bring into the table? We are at a table. Uh, I try to keep my hot elbows off it. I don't want it to you mark want, up your. You don't table. want to mark the table. That's right. No hot elbows. Um, well, being uh, in the at business for twenty plus years and traveling the roads and wrestling all over Syracuse and all over Central New York and really all over the country, <laughs> Canada, um, you know, a lot of these guys that we're going to talk about who came through Syracuse, I got to work with, or got to be on shows with, or got to talk to and ask them about some of the things that happened in our area, or some of the the historical things that happened that they were involved in. And uh, got a lot of these stories that you read about in the, the newsletters and you hear about on podcasts. And, I, you know, I, one of the big things because of the way we came up and always wanting to, you know, we were always as interested in the business as we were and, you know, the behind the scenes business as we were what's going on in front of the camera. We were always interested in behind the camera. So uh, when I got a hold of a lot of these guys, uh, you know, coming up in the business and, and working with them and being in dressing rooms with them, I, I talked to them and about a lot of the things that happened behind the dressing room door, if you will. So I'm sure we'll, uh, as we go on these stories and we start talking about someone and someone pops up, I'll probably have a story about, about uh, a lot of these guys uh, and some of the crazy things they've done and told me about. And so I think I bring a perspective, uh, not only being a Syracuse, Syracuse native, but being a, a professional wrestler that came out of Syracuse um, being one of the guys who started two uh, CW, which was as far as I'm concerned, one of the biggest Indies around. Uh, at the time, uh, you know, a big Syracuse uh, wrestling tradition for 10 years. Um, 
I was doing I was doing some research on two CW earlier that I mean, and all three of us were involved in some aspect um, throughout the whole uh, the whole time, you know, the 10 years that two CW was around. And we'll be talking a lot about two CW. Hopefully some of our two CW uh, two CW fans will want to, you know, listen in and join in. And we and I, I would love to talk to some of those guys and get their perspective on stuff. But um 125 shows, I believe it was 125 shows. And when we start talking about two CW, I, I, I have a 15 year old son, Nick, he'll be on the, he'll be on the podcast from time to time talking about some of the, you know, some of the video game aspects and stuff like that. We're getting a new 2k 19 next week. So he'll be on talking about that. Um, but some of the names that came through two CW, or you you wouldn't believe it. Some of the matchups, some of the some of the matches that Two CW had. Uh, I just saw one from uh, I think it was 2014, probably little before Kevin Kevin Owens Kevin Steen went to um, signed his contract and went to the WWE. He wrestled AJ Styles. AJ Styles and Kevin Steen wrestled in Two CW. And I know that you know you can see that anytime, any week, whatever on Raw or SmackDown. But that's pretty cool seeing that on you know, in an, an independent wrestling show that you're involved in. You saw it here first. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the young bucks who are obviously are, you know, some of the biggest names in uh, independent wrestling. Now, even today, um, they were here a ton in two CW, um, the motor city machine guns, the uh, Christopher Daniels, um, uh, Daniels and Kazarian were here. Uh, AJ Styles was here and he was the IWGP champion at the time. Brought the belt. I marked out. I got to tell you, I marked out. Uh, we had the NWA champion here. Abyss. At Abyss the was here as the NWA the champion. TNA NWA champion. We had, I mean. Uh, Never leave before. the belt when you leave the building for any length of time, especially in a 2CW locker room. That's right. I mean, not that there's pictures of any of us with wearing those belts or anything, because that's, I mean, we may or may not put those up on our Facebook page or Twitter page. Probably will, but, you know, whatever. What's done is done, Bob. What's done is done. Another thing is Bob, uh, for those of you who know Bob, Bob's obviously, uh, if you know Bob, you know he's he's big and he's on the music end of everything. And, and another thing that we can touch on that's related to um, Syracuse and Central New York, uh, wrestling related and a good friend of yours, Bob, good friend of ours, but you've known him probably longer than any of us. Uh, uh, Joe, just Joe, Joe Altier. Well, uh, that's right. He, uh, in his, uh, former band, brand new sin, uh, is the singer. Every time you see the big show come out and you hear that theme, uh, that's Joe. That's Joe. That's our buddy singing that. So It'd be great to get him on here. And talk I would love that. I would love to talk to Joe. Experience. I talk to Joe on a regular basis. I can definitely make that happen. I'm sure he would be glad to come on and talk a little bit about that. Um, so we've got some fun stuff we can talk about. We've got some famous things that happened in Syracuse, and we've got some infamous things that happened in Syracuse. Uh, when I say infamous things, Bob, what's the first thing that comes off the top of your head? Infamous things in Syracuse wrestling related. Oh, it's a tie between Shawn Michaels and Jimmy Snuka with me. There you go. There you go. I knew you were going to say one of those. <laughs> That's going to fight Snuka or not. Uh, well, here's a, oh, there you go. There's a, here's another thing uh, that some people might might think that's infamous. Uh, David Arquette winning the WCW title right here in Syracuse. One of the worst right. days in wrestling history. How dare you? You know what, though? Sweetheart of a guy. I met him. I, I met him. Uh, um, at the uh, up at the Syrac- at the Sheraton up on the hill after after that that card at you know later on in the night 
Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Uh, I'll tell that story. I got a great story from that night that I can tell um, sometime on one of the upcoming podcasts. Well, but one, that's of, a, one of the big things that uh, we're bringing to the table here that you, Billy, are bringing to the table here, a lot of people know, is uh, you worked for WCW Magazine for years. I did. I was lucky enough and to... so got to go behind the scenes at Nitros and all kinds of things. That's right. The, uh, did you go on the Bruce Cruise or am I crazy? I did go on the Bruce Cruise. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, the Bruce Cruise 99. Uh, but yeah, for those of you who don't know, the, the WCW uh, subscription office was right in North Syracuse. So that's where all the anybody that had a subscription had their stuff mailed out or anything was coming right out of that office. So any back issues, back orders, any of that. What a great time. Like I'm in my I'm in my uh, I'm in my 20s working for, you know, working for a wrestling company and working for WCW magazine. Um, I got the opportunity to start writing the wrestling reports for WCW.com. So at one point I was working for the magazine. I was working in research. I was the uh, editor, uh, my, my good friend Patty's, I was her assistant, but also through her, she got me a look. I started writing, put in a couple samples and I was writing on a regular basis, the TV reports for WCW.com for um, Nitro, Thunder and the pay-per-view uh, the, the monthly pay-per-views. And so this that was, was right at the was, time when it took over uh, WWF, WWE for the ratings, wasn't it? Uh, I think, no. I was. I started doing it. Well, actually, um, it may have been near the tail end of that. And then I did it a little after, too, because I remember I was uh, writing reports on um, Mike Sanders. So, oh, he's yes. Oh, Mike Sanders. Uh, but uh, what, a, what a time. What a great time. Uh Free tickets to all the shows. You know, we all went to them when they came around here. We were all there when David Arquette had the big win. Um, you know, but that was a great time. And through that, I got to go on the Bruce Cruise, as Derek brought up. Uh, fun, fun stuff. How about um, the first ever in your house, which every time a friend of mine sees it on the network, they say, oh, I'm watching the show with you guys. That's All you right. Can see, is you guys in the front row with your ECW stuff on? Once the net, once the network came out and that was on there, so many wrestlers that I had wrestled with through the years who had seen me would start Facebook me. I'm talking about Slick Wagner Brown all the way down. <laughs> I'm looking at you right in the middle of the paper <laughs> with your long blonde hair. We were front and center. We were second row, right there on the hard camera. Oh, and, they wanted uh, to kick us out so bad. It what was what's cool is uh is uh and and by the way, we can get a screenshot of that and put it up. We didn't. We haven't. We haven't got it done yet. But we're gonna. We're gonna do a Facebook page and a Twitter page. Not because we think we're cool. Because we already know we're cool. But because some of the stuff that we're talking about, we have visual. Um, we have visual aids to that, so to speak. We have. You know. We have clip newspaper clippings. We have pictures to go along with what we're talking about. I took the very first. I here's an infamous statement. I took the very first picture. Not that there's many because he wasn't champ for long. I took the very first picture of David Arquette as WCW champion. He walked from the ring, walked around the back, up on the stage. I was back there. Hey, Dave, let me get a picture of you. I didn't, I call him Dave because we're close. I didn't call him Dave. But anyways, I, I asked him for a picture, and I got a picture. I'm all sweaty and, and gross and holding the belt right backstage. So um, I can find that and put that up on the page. You got any and pictures then, of that infamous interview with you and DDP, my friend? I do not have inter- I do not have pictures. Thank God, I don't have any uh, pictures of the interview with DDP because. No, uh, not save it. Save it. Yeah, I'll save it. 
but let's talk about let, let's go let's do our let's do it let's do our Syracuse retro wrestling segment. And I think we should start out. By the way, before I go any further on the Syracuse retro wrestling, Derek and I have discovered a couple different areas and sites in our in our uh, um, research. Uh, research. Thanks, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, we found some sites that have some old school wrestling that came right here to Syracuse at the War Memorial from the '50s, the '60s, the '70s. Now, when we were, uh, you know. We're 11 years old and wrestling's coming back, coming, coming, finally coming to Syracuse. We didn't know any better. We're 11. It's 1981. Oh my God. Wrestling's coming here live. So I'm going to talk about that particular card today to open it up. Cause that was our first show to go to in Syracuse for wrestling, but we'll touch on it another time. There are, there are shows from the 1950s. Vern Ganya was here. Um, Killer Kowalski was here, and, and I, I know Derek's got some Killer Kowalski stories. Uh, tons of old school names. Um, Angelo Pafo, uh, just legends of wrestling that were here throughout the times. Hans Schmidt, right here in Syracuse, right downtown, five minutes, ten minutes away from where we are. Um, but the, the one I want to start with, Bobby, is the one that we all went to our very first you know, real wrestling show, I think is our wrestling, probably our first wrestling show in general, was April 14th, 1981, right there at the War Memorial, right downtown. Uh, by the way, I'm getting this research, and these the research on these cards is from um, Graham Cawthon's book, The History of Professional Wrestling. If you don't have it, go on uh, go on Amazon and grab it. It is awesome. He's got a couple volumes, it's, right? He's got, six, this book is 63 to 89, WWF. Uh, volume one, the results, and it's results from all of their shows, TV tapings, house shows, pay-per-views. And then he's got volume two as 1990 to 1999. This guy also put out um, a Georgia Georgia championship wrestling version, a mid-Atlantic wrestling version. I haven't gotten those yet. I don't know why I possibly wouldn't have those, but um, they'll be coming soon. So Uh, now I want to keep everybody to keep in mind, although uh, we've been friends for a long time, we were not at this show together. We were not yet. No, we had not. We had not. We had not yet. We were all at the show. Together. Well, we Derek and I knew each show. other, but then I moved out of the area. So, well, Bob and I, yes, Bob we weren't in touch since we were five. But so, do you, you remember the show, right, Bob? Yeah, my dad took me to it, and there was an old lady right next to us telling everybody to f off and giving the finger, and my dad was laughing his head off at me watching her. Did, did you have a hat pin by any chance? Oh, uh, you know what? He did tell me about hat pin Mary back then. He told me that. That was one of the first stories he told me. Uh, that Was that the one with Sergeant Slaughter and Andre the Giant? Yes, it was. Absolutely. I got the card right here, the very opening contest. Bobby, don't you have film of this, or am I crazy? Yeah, there's the Super 8 film, and I know where it is, but it's – I don't know if it's all that great. It's very short. You know how those Super 8 reels If we can great. find a way to even get a little clips of that, even if we play it on something and record uh, it. We can phone. have our very good friend Michael Haight transfer it. Yes, very nice. That would be awesome. awesome. Uh, The very opening contest, Derek will be very happy to hear his very favorite wrestler, Rick Martel, pinned the unpredictable Johnny Rods. Why isn't Rick Martel in the Hall of Fame? What's happening? He's in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. I was there. We got pictures of him. We got pictures of him. Remember we got pictures? Oh, that's right. You weren't there. No, I wasn't there. I was wrestling or something. Jill Fontaine pinned Leilani Kai. Bob was always a mark for Leilani Kai, weren't you, Bob? Yeah, I thought she was great. Check this one out. 
the the WWF Tag Team Champions, Moon, well, excuse me, WWF Tag Team Champion Moondog Moondog Rex and Sergeant Slaughter subbing for the other Moon, tag yep. team champion, Moondog King. I believe that's when King uh, got hit by a car, right? Yes, chasing, chasing it down the street. Let me yep. you know the real story. What's the real story? <laughs> so he was Canadian. Mm. Uh, the guy who wrestled as uh, King. He was Canadian. Uh, he got into a little trouble with some underage girls. Oh, boy. And they would not let him back in the country. And so he <laughs> had to come up with spot. But until they got spot, they had to put uh, some guys uh, in his... Uh, in his place. So, so Sarge was there, so Sarge filled in. Moon and I always Rex. thought that was weird that they put somebody uh was he headlining? Andre and Slaughter was the headliner, right? Uh yes, it, well it was the main event. It wasn't the last match, but it was the main event. Yeah, kind of strange that you would put a main eventer in a match that low on the car. I mean, it, it couldn't be a tag team title so match. Slaughter so were they twice? Is that what's yes. happening? Yeah. Yeah, I remember it happening. Last, I thought it was weird. That must have been right when the thing happened with King, and he was probably booked for all these shows, and they didn't know he wasn't going to make I'd it. Be interesting, it'd be interesting to see how far back, because I can go back. I can look at another time. I can go back, because this, this is in order, all the different shows here. I can go back to see when the – oh, here we go. So we're looking back at April 7th, one week before this, uh, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, WWF Tag Team Champions, the Moondogs, with Captain Will Albano, defeated Dominic Benucci and Ron Shaw. So he was wrestling a week before that. So it literally must have happened that week. That So they could probably just, uh, just put Slaughter in his spot. What are we going to do? April 8th, they wrestled. Uh, April 9th, they wrestled in New Jersey. April And what do you even say in here? Uh, they wrestled on the 10th. Well, you're not kidding, buddy. It was right before it because uh, here we go. They wrestled on the 10th and on the 11th in Randolph, New Jersey. Uh, Rick Martel and Tony Greer defeated Sergeant Slaughter, sub for Moondog King. There it was. So, so there it was. It literally must have been that day. It was a few <laughs> days before deported. that. He probably got arrested right then. Anyway, Slaughter and Moondog Rex defeated S.D. Jones and the great Yatsu. Yep, I remember. Yoshiaki Yatsu. Yep. Tony Garia battled Killer Khan to a draw. Come on, Garia. Andre the Giant pinned Sergeant Slaughter. Do you remember what happened at the beginning? I'm sure they did it all around the horn. Yeah, they, they did the, uh, the Cobra, Clutch, Cobra Clutch, Challenge. Clutch Challenge, and he couldn't get it around Andre's neck. Yep. yep. World's Women Champion, the Fabulous Moolah, pinned Suzette Ferrara. Mm-hmm. Local girl, Suzette Ferrara. <sighs> John's sister, mm. mother, I guess would be at that point. Pat Patterson pinned the hangman. Pot. There it is. Potterson. The very first card, the very first quotations, card coming back. Well, the very first Back card after coming, a lengthy absence. After a lengthy absence, because in this book, I'll go back and I'll give you a little snippet. But the only card that I found from Syracuse, at Syracuse, uh, in Syracuse, uh, word I'm looking for, uh, before that was 1976. I found a show in Syracuse. Let me find it. I have the page marked. I just got to find the card. Um, WWF Syracuse War Memorial, March 17th, 1976. That was some five years before. So, And now, as I discovered, there was another promotion that ran uh, during that little absence, the NWF, I sent uh, Billy a couple snapshots of that. So we'll, 
I'm starting to do a little research on them and uh, find out what they were all about. But they actually came in and they had Pedro Morales and a bunch of other guys who actually came during that uh, lengthy absence, if you will. So wrestling was still here in Syracuse. This wasn't the World Wide Wrestling Federation. And an odd twist on that, I noticed a lot of my early ticket stubs say Capital Wrestling doing business as World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, the capital capital wrestling capital was the name of the capital sports was the name of the was the name of the company before it became Titan Sports. So There's let me run a, down this list, and we can wrap up our first our first episode here. This is kind of just like a pilot episode. It's episode one, but it's kind of like a pilot, giving you an idea of what. Um, by the way, when I get the Facebook page up and running, we'll promote it on our regular pages and stuff, and get you guys going. I'd, I'd love to have some of our wrestling friends um, join in. I know Dave McCormick and Nan. Um, those guys are big wrestling fans. If they can want to contribute or talk about stuff or, you know, come on with us, or, um, I'd like to talk to Josh, the owner of two CW at some point, have him come on. I hear Ben Hameen had a serious, serious problem. Something to do with the feds. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what happened. What are you talking about? I, we're just leaving it at that for right now. I don't really have details. Ben Hameen. All right. That guy. I think the, the episode when we do, uh, the Shawn Michaels incident here in Syracuse. You need Josh on for that because Josh was his driver that night. Nice. That would be cool. We can so. definitely do that. So let's just run down the list. Here's some ideas that I just came up with off the top of my head. It wasn't off the top of my head. It took me a while to compile it. But um, some of the stuff, just some of the stuff that we'll talk about um, on Ring Talk. And, and it doesn't all, it's not all going to be Syracuse based. Most of it is because, like I said, we're, we want to talk about stuff that's based out of our city. We want to put Syracuse wrestling out there and let people know that we're a strong wrestling town as well. We have been and hopefully can continue to be. Um, but I also want to talk about stuff, Bob, like I, I was talking to Derek earlier about, uh, you know, stuff collecting our action figures. And we, you and I have been talking about that recently a lot lately. But- I don't know what the hell made me keep the packages intact. I, I, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's I awesome, have, though. I have a bunch, too. They're still on their cards. But w- Yeah, like, you, you have about- Hasbro's that are... Uh, you better get on some of the sites that I've been checking out, pal. Talk, talking about going to get the, going to get the figures. Uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder have a, have a podcast, major wrestling figure podcast, and they talked about an incident where I think it was uh, Hawkins. He said, there's nothing better than that feeling walking down that aisle in the store walking up toward the wrestling section, not knowing what you're going to find, what new stuff is there. <laughs> and like, how many times have we had that feeling going into the store? Like when we first saw the Remco's, we just were like, what City. is this? At Kitty City. Yeah. And then for all the first LJNs, which I think was at uh, KB Toy and Hobby the first time I saw those. Yeah, I got my very, my very first LJNs were Hulk Hogan and Big John Studd. Yep, you two had those first. You got them. Didn't you get them at your communion? Was, no, weren't they communion I, gifts? My communion or my or Easter? I think I think it was Easter. I think they were in my Easter basket. I'm like, what is? What was the first? What was the first one you had, Bob? That you were peeping out the window at us when we were walking up your driveway. Was it Andre? Uh, I it probably had to be Piper or Andre. I don't think Piper was out yet. Yeah, I, I think, think it was he was Andre. like the, the next. Set. We were like, what? You never saw Bill and I move from the bottom of a driveway into someone's house so quickly. It's the fastest I've ever moved in my life. What's going on with that? Where did you get it? Where do we get one? But um, stuff like that, stuff like uh, I have an awful, awful story to tell about. I, was, I, I touched on it with Derek before we started about the uh, Lucha Libre figures that I found at the dollar store 
at the mall when Carousel Mall used to have a dollar store, the Lucha Libre figures that I decided not to buy I for remember, a dollar. I remember seeing And then those. they all came to the United States and went to WCW and blew up. There was Psychosis. There was um, Hoovy, Ray, Ray Mysterio, Vampiro, all of them. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Anyways, <laughs> so the list, a list of ideas, that stuff that we can talk about that you'll hear about on the podcast. Uh, the David Arquette thing. We can touch more into that. Shawn Michaels Club 37 incident. Uh, Strike Force. Rick Martel and uh, Tito Santana winning the titles right here in Syracuse. Uh, we can go over some old cards. Uh, a wrestling legend. Dick the Destroyer Buyer. Went to Syracuse University. That's true. And the man still wears his mask every day. Love him. 2CW. Uh, we touched on that. We can touch on that more. Mike Rotunda, another Syracuse University alumna. Uh, WCW Magazine, I talked about that being based out of here. What about the NWA show at the fairgrounds that came? Well, I think it was only once, maybe twice. In the dirt. Out in the dirt. You yeah. Skip, you skipped one. I don't know what that means. Main event was, uh, was uh, Rick Flair and Terry Funk. Oh, uh, Derek and I went to one at Bishop Ludd in high school. Yes, we did. Tony Schiavone. Uh, has a Syracuse-based related story that uh, <laughs> because Bob Costas is uh, went to Syracuse yeah. and he's not a fan of Bob Costas, so he calls him a Syracuse slapdick. <laughs> so then now everybody that goes to Syracuse is a slapdick, and he actually on his on his uh, on his pro wrestling tea site has a shirt that says Syracuse slapdicks, <laughs> and he just that's his word, and I've I've adopted it. I use it every day, mostly at work. Um, old ticket stubs. We'll be taking oh, pictures of some so old many. ticket stubs and putting them up. Old newspaper ads promoting some shows. I got we got stuff with that. I've got old programs with card listings. Yep, absolutely. I got. Uh, I'm going to get a hold of Joe and see if he can come on and talk a little bit about doing the theme for the big show. Uh, another another uh, Syracuse native, um, Mark Capani, who wrestled in the WWE, uh, WWE as Mohammed Hassan. Very con- very controversial character there. Uh, maybe uh, I know that you had talked to him recently on a different pod. Maybe we can get a hold of him or get a connection. We can talk to him or get some words from him, Bob. Well, he has started back up, so he's wrestling some of the indies around here. Absolutely. I have an interesting story about him. Remind me when we talk about him. You talked about the first in your house. That's that they did. How many in your house did they do? Many, many. The very first one was right here. In Syracuse, uh, many TV tapings were here. We got right on, t- right on, right on camera many times, front row. Um, the uh, Brett, how about this one? Here's one to throw at you. The I, I have it in my notes as the Bret Hart frustrated promo, where he went off and he was sick and tired of this and that, and it was after the cage match with Sid, where they were tearing down the cage, and he was mad. And he and Vince had their very first altercation on camera. We're that back. right there was the was the seeds yeah. of the Attitude Area era, where, where he me. first kind of exposed Vince for being the owner, and and that happened right here in right here in Syracuse. New when York. Vince McMahon got stunned for the first time by Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, nope, that was that was Madison Square Garden. That was there was something nice. with the Syracuse Police Department. Where that, they brought well, out that was something because my friend, my friend, uh, officer, it was a taping. Officer Mel DeBottis was here. That was, I believe, I want to say it was the next day that Vince came out with two cops because it was the night before. Oh, yep, yep, in, that's in right. Madison Square Garden, 
that he stunned him for the first time. And then the next night there was a taping in Syracuse and Vince came out with the two police that's officers. Right, right. Um, IWCCW was an independent uh, promotion that ran here. Um, sometimes we went to see him at the Phoenix high school. Tommy dreamer was there. Uh, the well before his, the well Tasmania, Tasmania, yeah. uh, power, Dio. power in the park. Uh, Wrestling at USA Sam's. My brother took us to that. Another uh, another Syracuse area uh, alumni, Mark Marrow, wrestled as Johnny B. Bad, wrestled as Marvelous Mark Marrow uh, in the WWF. He's also from this area. Um, Bart Gunn is from this area as well. Um, his name is, I believe it's Mike, Mike. Holchlepeck. Oh. I, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Oh, my. But he's also, I believe he's from the... Fulton area, maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah, something like that. Uh, what about, here's one that Derek can touch on, the micro-wrestling. Oh. The micro-wrestling. The stories I can tell you about those shows that we did. <sighs> Mama Loosh. Because you were involved in some of those, right? I was. Um, also, let's not forget that uh, that uh, Short Sleeve Samson lives right here in Syracuse. A dear friend of mine that we can absolutely uh, get here uh, on the show with us. Absolutely. And, uh, He's also done a lot of TV shows and commercials and movies and just everything. So a lot of Syracuse-based stuff. Syracuse retro wrestling. Who is the guy from uh, near Weedsport? Jindrak? Was oh, he yeah, from Mark. there? Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. I think he was. Port Byron. So is the guy who uh, Corleone? He wrestles with Marco Corleone right now. Is that Mark Jindrak? Could be. Who wrestles in AAA as a. Uh... But uh, I think that is him. Yeah, I think that, that is him. He's from here, yeah. Uh, but there's just tons of stuff. What I what I personally consider retro wrestling is whatever we want to consider it. You know? <laughs> Yesterday. Here's what, Here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to come on our podcast and I don't want to say, so last week on Raw, here's the result. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows what's going on in the, there's the social media and, and they watch wrestling and they know all that stuff. I want to make it more personal. I want to hear people's I want to I want to talk about our personal experiences. I want our friends to talk about their personal experiences. Oh, the one thing I would do want to talk about that stuff though and uh this is something weird. You know, all the, the internet wrestling community today is uh let's just put it that they're uh they're not the uh, best brightest or uh most stand-up people around. But uh you know, they have a no certain, respect a certain group of them. A certain they, group of them. Not all. They have no respect for Dave Meltzer, the guy that was the pioneer, the first one, the only one that did it. They have no respect. They talked down about him because of his star rating system and things like that. He was the only one doing it. Without him, these people, I mean, you and I, of the three of us, and Mark, our friend Mark, every time it came in during the week, each of us would take two pages, boom, read it out loud. We learned about the Sheik and Duggan getting caught smoking pot together when they were running a program with each other. We learned about the steroid trial. The behind-the-scenes stuff was in there during that. He used to print this yearbook with their real names, real hometowns, and even the aliases that they would use going into hotels or restaurants. Dave Meltzer I mean, is the greatest wrestling writer in the history of the business. That's the bottom line. This, There's no arguing it. Just ask the young bucks. This, you don't have to agree with every opinion that the guy gives. I don't. But and I don't he's agree with the man. <laughs> but his writing, he's such a good writer. He, Dave Meltzer's newsletter was the breaking, breaking Twitter news of its time. It was the breaking news. It was the, it was the Facebook 
it was the it was the Twitter, it was the Instagram, it was it was it was that's how you found out your stuff. It was there was no internet, there was no other way to find out. We yeah. found out. I remember we Except found for the out after about mags, which was a work. Right. I, I remember we. That's where we found out that in your house was coming to Syracuse. They were starting the whole thing. They were talking about the whole process, and the very first one will be in Syracuse, New York. We're like, what the hell? And by the way, I still subscribe to it. And uh, just for the internet people that you talk about, talk down about Dave Meltzer. So do ninety nine point nine percent of the people in the business. Every yeah. damn one of them, from like uh, Kenny Omega to the Young Bucks, they read them every day. So I mean. This is going to be fun, I think, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a, a Facebook uh, account, a Twitter account. We'll all have access to it. We'll all be able to go on there and post stuff and, you know, stuff that we find. What I want to do, Bob, is um, like I talked to Derek, every time we get together and do something with this and if, you know, if I'd like for us all to be in the same room, but if for some reason we can't be all the time, even like have a picture of it or something, I want us all going forward each episode to have one, we could bring more than one. But at least one item from our collection. It doesn't have show to be and tell. Doesn't have to, yeah, a show and tell. Right, there you go. You just you just named it our show and tell segment because I'm proud of the stuff that I have. You know, uh, I love my wrestling. I have some corny stuff, but I don't care. I like it, and uh, uh, I want to show it off. That corny stuff you got can be sold on a lot of internet groups for lots. Sure can. Some of it I don't want to part with. Some of it I already, some of it I have recently parted with for a lots of uh, lots of fun use for those people that I sold it to. Uh, speaking of corny, next episode <laughs> let's talk about our trip. I want to wrap this one up here. We're already over a half hour, but I want to talk about our trip that we took to the Keystone Comic Con to see the legendary. Probably top three wrestling managers in the world. I, you, you can't you can't call them the best because then you're discounting Bobby the Brain Heenan and Metal Bob. So top three, yeah. there you go. Metal Bob, Bobby Heenan, and Jim Cornette. Top three wrestling managers, and I got to hang out with two of them on that weekend. So um, what a blast that was! What a great guy he was. We'll go and you you can already hear his take on it. On the Jim Cornette experience, I listened to it the other day, and that poor guy, <laughs> what he had to deal with that weekend. I'll tell you what, if you go on Twitter and look up John Fell, his buddy there that helped him run his booth, he posted a clip that he filmed of Cornette doing a rant about the union in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. He taped it when he was going off. and he posted So we were there to see it happen. Oh, it was so funny. And oh, me I getting insulted. I, now it's on. Now it's on Twitter for everybody to see. Me getting insulted royally by Jim Cornette was great. Oh, it was fantastic! It was fantastic. That's uh, on video. Let, Somebody give, was videotaping that. Let's give him a. Let's give him a snippet. <laughs> so he's talking about all these places. He goes, you know, I go on the road. I go to Wendy's. I go the, and then some guy in the crowd yells out, "Dairy Queen." This is a Q and A. Yeah, it's Bob next to me. So he looks over and he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what happens when a fetus doesn't get enough oxygen when it's in the womb. <laughs> Fantastic. That's about right. Fantastic. I enjoyed so, it. What, so, you know, uh, this is going to be fun. I, I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to show off our stuff. I can't wait for people to listen. I can't wait for people to join in. You know, if, if anybody that's listening that wants to take the time, we're at like probably 36, 37 minutes by the time we wrap this up. 
Uh, if, give it a listen if you like it. If you're friends of ours, if you know other friends that you have that are wrestling fans, have them give it a listen. If you want to be part of it, if you want to send us stuff to show up that's Syracuse wrestling retro related, we'll put it up. We'll share. We'll share we'll, as much as we can. We want to get it out there for everybody to see. So, uh, anything else, boys? That's about it. Oh. Can't give too much more away, or we won't have anything to talk about in the weeks and months and years and weeks and months and years of training to go. That's right. We've got plenty, plenty to talk about. So uh, until our next episode, uh, episode two, uh, we'll wrap this one up here. I hope you liked it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't too long. Let us know if you think it's too long, if we should do it a little shorter. Uh, If there's any other segments that you want to talk about or want us to talk about, let us know that stuff too. Uh, I would reserve those opinions, however, until we actually – yeah. Start with a have story those. and talk about that. Yeah, exactly. And I and I'm gonna have um, on our if if you if you're hearing this, you're hearing it off of our fate my Facebook page or Twitter page or something. So you already know who I am. So I'll be posting the Twitter and the Facebook uh, address where you can sign up and, and, and get a hold of that stuff. Then you can start corresponding on there as well. But all right, I guess that's it for this time. Until next time, Billy, Derek, Bobby, uh, my boy Nick. Like I said, he'll be chiming in from time to time. Maybe we'll get Ali in here. We'll get Josh on to talk about some 2CW, talk about the Sean Michael. We got a whole. John Paul would be nice to get on. Who's that? John Paul. John Paul would be great to talk about. When we start talking about the old stuff, especially because he loves that stuff. He and Derek traveling around the country for weeks and months and years. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Guys are jerks. Until next time, boys. Ring Talk Wrestling Podcast with a little dose. Of Syracuse Retro Wrestling. Just kidding, I love you. Peace.